gonna take a little time. Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer and the old line to get him over. Wisconsin football analyst. I wanna know who loves him. Musical genius. I want you to show me. Mark Tauscher on Rutledge and Hamilton is brought to you by Chalmers Jewelers. Chalmers Jewelers, with locations in Middleton and downtown Madison. Now that's some bump back music, Ryan. Nailing it. Thank you. Another cover that I just think you nailed. I love covers. As long as Mark Tauscher appreciates it, that's all I care about. Rutledge is an idiot guy chimes in. Jim is definitely not right. Whatever happened to giving this group a full year to figure it out? Bunch of reactionaries. Rutledge is an idiot guy. You're an idiot. I am (laughs) right when I say that Packer fans and people in general have underestimated what Aaron Rodgers brought to this football team as far as intangibles, leadership's ability to to work with the floor on the offense, change some plays if need be, make certain plays look better than they were. Uh, that's are all those are all things throwing the ball to where only yeah, his receiver can get the it ball or to where the guy bounds. or that it's caught. Uh, I would say that I, I I'm sorry, but if you think that Jordan Love's going to reach what Aaron Rodgers was for the Packers last year, even this year. I think you're insane. And I said that before the season started. Uh, Mark, I'll, I'll bring you into this. Do you think Packer fans in general have underestimated the intangible aspect of having a Hall of Fame quarterback behind center, uh, whether it's game in and game out, in between games, all of that that Rodgers brings, and it's no knock on Love, that Love just doesn't have that right now. And I think the Packers are missing some of that veteran leadership from a guy like Aaron Rodgers and others. I don't know if they underestimate it. I think it's like anything else. When you do something, if you live on a lake uh, and you look out at your uh, at your great view every day, you're probably not going to have the same appreciation as somebody that doesn't live on a lake. And your buddy comes over to the house and with the sunset, they're like, oh, my God, is that beautiful. You appreciate it, but you also are kind of like, oh, yeah, that, that's great, but yeah, I see it every day. So Good for point. as much as I want to agree with you and say, yeah, that, uh, we all underappreciated it. No, I mean, we all knew what it was. And it was, there, everything comes to an end. I think what you could say is uh, with Matt LaFleur's offense and what Aaron brought to it, I think he obviously was able to change plays in that experience level. Jordan Love's not there yet. So we, we're really missing it because Jordan's so young and we've been watching it a certain way for 30 years being done at a really high level, and right now Jordan's trying to figure it out. Yeah, uh, Jordan certainly is trying to figure it out. Um, the The biggest concern for me is his lack of efficiency getting like going downfield. Uh, where do you think like Matt Lafleur and the people on this offense can help Jordan Love the most, so he can start making these plays downfield and actually? forcing defenses to play him honest and not just playing everything underneath. I, I really believe that the most important part of this is getting Aaron Jones going and being able to run the football. It's just going to make everything a lot easier. for The read's going to be easier. There's going to be more space, and that will get that confidence up. I, I don't think right now what, with what we've seen, uh, any type of, let's just run a bunch of deep routes and throw it up. Uh, that's not where this team's strength is. That's not where Jordan's at yet. So for as much, if we're trying to find an easy answer, I think Matt LaFleur knows there's no easy answer to this. I think the biggest thing that can help him 
is your protection needs to be better. The protection has not been very good this year. He's been under duress mm-hmm. a lot more than I anticipated. And I think a big part of that is the fact that Aaron Jones hasn't been available and teams can really kind of tee off on Jordan Love when, when uh, you know, getting after him makes every quarterback's job a lot easier or a lot more difficult. We uh, asked this question yesterday, Mark, and obviously – there's been everyone wants to blame the the coach uh, over the quarterback right now, and I've I kind of just maintained that I don't care if it's the players or the coach or Jordan Love. If all three of those things don't work, Packer fans are screwed as far as Jordan Love being successful. If Lafleur's fired, Jordan Love's cooked. If Jordan Love's bad, Jordan Love's cooked. If they don't have the players to match Jordan Love's skill set, it's all cooked anyways. But we asked the question: Who's more likely to be here in 2025, Coach Lafleur or Jordan Love? Yeah, I heard that. It's a great question. <laughs> Uh, and unfortunately, the only answer is neither or both. There isn't yeah. going to be th- – these two are in it together. Uh, I think Goody actually probably has positioned himself that if this doesn't work, he'll probably get another bite at it and you know hire a different coach. But I, I, I firmly believe that they have this year and next year. And if you're, if you're not seeing great signs of, of improvement, uh, I don't think – I think either you're going to say, man, we got it figured out and we have our people, or you're going to say, we need to go in a different direction. And if you decide to go in a different direction, you're not going to pick and say, all right, well, we'll keep Jordan, we're going to get rid of Matt, or we're going to get rid of Matt, we're going to get keep Jordan. I just don't envision – I feel like both of these guys are kind of in this thing together for real. Well, and to that point, if a new coach came in, they're most likely going to want to move on to their own coach. Uh, a little bit more of a, a lighthearted question here is, you know, Taylor Swift's bringing attention to the, uh, you know, we got to lighten it up. The Packers have had two rough games. we got a long bye week in front of them. Worst time in the world to have a really bad game on national TV. I'm an expert of rooting for teams that lay eggs on national TV and then have a big bye week. They just have to eat it for that whole time. So Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, big draw. Who's the uh, Taylor Swift, like if a Packer player was dating uh, of Wisconsin, like who would like draw this major attention? Like who comes to mind to you to be like, that would be a huge deal in Wisconsin if a Packer player was dating said star? <laughs> I mean, I think you could look at Taylor Swift in Wisconsin. If Taylor well, Swift yes. is dating let's, somebody, let's assume she's with Kelsey. She so she, be, yeah. Well, I mean, are they? I mean, I, I don't know. They, they've hung out a few times. I mean, you could pretty much name. Is there? There is no bigger star than Taylor Swift right now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, if you could tell me one, I'd like to hear it. I don't know who that would be. I always was wondering if, you know, if, in this fractured landscape, if Taylor Swift is a bigger star than who Madonna was back in the day. Madonna had you were kind of limited. Taylor Swift, you have all these different options. So I would probably say, you know what? I'm not sold that it's Travis Kelsey. If a Packer player really wanted to bring a bunch of attention to the Green Bay Packers for not even if you're not a good football team, Taylor Swift to be probably who else is even out there? I don't. Yeah, I'm not Beyonce. Anyone on the Packers is. I don't a, know who else is even out there. I think Beyonce would be a name that would draw a lot of attention. I think anyone on the Packers is just a little. Yeah, true. That would draw a lot of attention. That's my point. That would draw a lot of attention. Anyone on the Packers is too young for Taylor Swift or Beyonce. Uh, Erlock was married when he had Paris Hilton in the press box for the Bears. I mean, like, you know, it's Hollywood. You know? There's like yeah, one guy. Like, yeah, I, I, so you really, and I think in this, with how much attention is paid to the Green Bay Packers, I legitimately think you could pretty much have anyone of any type of B, C, or A-list celebrity, and if they're dating, you know, the quarterback or a running back for the Green Bay Packers, and they come into town. I mean, it was a huge deal when I played. 
that Jonathan Moxie, old uh, Dawson's Creek, came. <laughs> there was, oh, my God, can you believe Dawson's Creek came to the Packer game? So, so take that for what it's worth. I mean, it, I don't think it's going to take Beyonce or Taylor Swift for our fan base to get true. super excited about somebody coming in. I Googled most famous single celebrity uh, Selena Gomez came up. Is she single? That's yeah, according I to Google. I mean, I know oh, yeah. she's a singer slash actor. She's in uh, Only Murders in the Building. She's got number one single. So, like, she's not Taylor Swift, but she's crossover star. She would draw right. attention. She would make a big wave here. There's no. Let's not forget, we had a. She'd be a huge star. We had a Hall of Fame quarterback that would dated a movie star, and then he date before that was dating a race car driver. Like we've had stars that dated her, and the Packer fans were we're just in it for the football. They're here for the football. Honestly, I think a lot of fans, I think there'd be a lot of people excited. Obviously, a lot of wives who aren't into football that are into Taylor Swift might be pretty excited for the Packer fans. But I think our Packer fans would not love it. Like, as a distraction. If it wasn't, well, a, if it wasn't like, a quarterback, I think there's a lot they wouldn't of care. Chiefs fans that are, like, they love the attention, but they don't love the idea, like, that whole thing going around where the girlfriends are asking their boyfriends, like, how's it, do you think it's cool that... Taylor just made Kelsey's career, like, put him on the map. Nobody knew who Travis Kelsey was before he started dating Taylor Swift. Which is true in the grand scheme of things. I mean, in the really big scheme of things, but, like, all the all the husbands and boyfriends who are watching football are, like, losing their minds here. <laughs> true, but, like, that is factual. Like, Kelsey, in the scheme of things, benefited way more from dating Taylor Swift than Taylor Swift benefits from oh, dating Kelsey. For sure. Kelsey. It's almost... It's... Well, I don't... There's nobody... There's nobody that's going to... Who is if Taylor Swift is dating Tom Brady? It's still going to be Taylor Swift's the bigger star. I mean, yeah, for there's, sure. There's nobody in the NFL that would do that. I so, mean, Tom's yeah. wife at the time was a bigger star than he was in the world. I think you can make a pretty good claim now that Tom Brady is a bigger star than Giselle. Yeah, I, mean, I think at now. This point in their lives. Yeah, I think now you're right. So, Mark, we'll we'll bring it back. Uh, let's just put the Packers t- to bed. Just. You know, it's bye week. We'll talk to you again before then. It's They're licking their wounds. We'll, <laughs> we'll circle back in. on that. Let's talk, talk about the team everyone's excited about. That's Badger football. Obviously, you're on the broadcast for, for Badger football. You go listen to Mark uh, with LePay during Badger games. And you also I can hear him in the stadium when I'm at there. You know, you're walking around and yeah. you hear Towser's voice pumping through, including the, the urinals, which is strange. But, like, Mark's just <laughs> everywhere. Uh, but uh, the Badgers are winning. I think this game, uh, obviously, is the Deacon Hill aspect of it. A former Badger coming back to be quarterback for Iowa. But I was talking to Chris Orr, and, and he kind of said that like this season could be a win if they can get some revenge. And they missed the Washington State one, but they can get the trophy back from Iowa. They can get uh, revenge on Illinois. They can get the, the trophy back from Minnesota. So this all kind of starts here anew with Iowa and getting that trophy back. How important do you think this game is for the players and this coaching staff to kind of take a, a big step and a feather in their cap in the Big Ten to take back a trophy? Yeah, I mean, I think all those things are important, but uh, it's – the most important thing is just because you want to win the West and you want to get yourself a chance to win a Big Ten championship. And you just named a list of teams that beat us last year that, you know, I don't think Luke Fickle is going to sweat much at all about it because he wasn't here. But from a player standpoint, I know guys really wanted to beat Washington State because Washington State kind of started that spiral uh, mm-hmm. last year. So you, there's always that added motivation as far as if somebody got you, you want to get them back. But it really comes down to – these guys want to have a great season and everything that is, you know, every goal that they have is right out in front of them to still get it done. If they can go beat an Iowa team, beat Illinois and, you know, set that big matchup up with versus Ohio state, I think that's going to be the key to it. And 
there's no make no mistake about it. Everybody kind of gives Iowa a ton of grief about you know how their offense is pretty anemic and everything else, but they all just listening to everybody over there talking the physical play and how they play defense and what they bring to the table. There ain't anybody that's taken Iowa lightly, and I think this is going to be an old-fashioned. Wisconsin better make sure their chin straps are buckled and everything that Coach Alvarez used to say because I think this is going to be one of those kind of games, and if you don't match that physicality or beat it, uh, you're going to have a tough time moving the football and doing anything that you're looking to do on offense. So I'm curious, like, I don't know how much. I got a question for you guys. I I got a quick question, Jimmy, especially for you. why is it that you always say Tauscher to me? When you're talking to Matt Hamilton, you don't just say Hambone or Matt. You always say his full name. Did you notice that? And is there a reason that you do it that way? Um, <laughs> I I guess I have not noticed it, so I guess there's no reason to it. Probably just the name of the show is Rutledge and Hamilton, and I'm not a normal... But it's not Matt Hamilton. True. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's my point. You, yeah. you don't say, hey, it's Hamilton, hey, Matt or Hamilton. You always say... Matt Hamilton. <laughs> well, you know, I, wanna, I found it really interesting. Rolls off the tongue, nice. Well, usually, also, I want to make sure people know who he is, so I have to say Olympic gold medalist. <laughs> He's the curler, Matt Hamilton. So it's okay, really just making sure enough. at some point leading. Oh, them. I don't have gosh. to lead them to water for Mark Tauscher or Tausch. Yeah, like I have to lead them to water for Hamilton. Wow. Then, it usually ends with the guy with the mustache, the curling. Oh yeah, that guy. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> All right, just I. Because I, I never hear anybody say full names on anything, like any of our shows, or if you're listening to anything. You're, this is the only one, and I bet we were. I was driving over to Middleton. I probably heard Matt Hamilton like seven times. And I was thinking, <laughs> I wonder if there's something to this. Instead of it just being Hambone or something like that, it was no Matt Hamilton. Uh, and I was curious what the reasoning was, and I think I just got it. There you go. Yeah. All right, Hammy, what do you what do you got for Tauscher? <laughs> um. So, Tausch, as a as a player, an athlete, um, I think we both know when you have got big games like this, kind of revenge games, so to speak. It's it's easy to get up and get excited for it, but sometimes getting a little too excited can be a detriment. Where do you think this team is at? Do you think you want them getting super excited, or do you think Fickle's in there saying, hey, this is business as usual, this is another game, we're going to go out there and execute the game plan, or... Or somewhere in the middle? Like, where do you think this team falls? I think you always want to balance that. But I I don't think, man, especially the way that the Badgers have started, outside of the Purdue game, I like a little added juice, um, some extra gas in the the engine as far as what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. You can always rein a horse back. It's really tough. You got to kick. You got to do all that stuff to get them moving. Right. I have, when you're talking about rivalry games like this, I want that emotion to flow, and if you if if it takes a little time to kind of dial that back, I'm always on the side of let's try to dial things back in comparison to having to scream and yell to get guys moving and get them up. So I think you let that emotion play, you let it ride, and when you're dealing with rivalry games, people know what the other team is doing. You have so much knowledge about the players and everything else that usually whoever is the more motivated team is typically the team that wins. And I think Wisconsin obviously have a ton to play for this weekend, just like Iowa does. Yeah, that's some great insight, Mark Tauscher. <laughs> Sadler. Thanks, Matt Hamilton. <laughs> Sadler of the Pat McAfee show that uh, chimes in. Pat McAfee fame. Yes, Sadler was on the Pat McAfee show. I have not been on it. <laughs> nope. And so he pointed out Jonathan Owen's wife is pretty famous. 
Simone Biles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there so we, we didn't miss yeah, on that we one. We already got one. Yeah. Uh, Mark, uh, thanks the for... The Olympic gold medalist everyone knows. Thanks for listening. You... Thanks for noticing my weird uh, verbal tics. <laughs> I'm saying everyone's full name. And, uh... Oh, no, I... <laughs> Hey, I think I think I'm going to take a lesson from you, and I'm going to start calling Wildey Jason Wildey every time I say <laughs> Jason Wildey. I think I'm going to see how I'm, that goes. How uh, you should figure out how many times you say it until he like notices. Well, now I don't think it'll take long. <laughs> well, I think it'll be one time, and he'll say, "What the hell are you calling me, Jason Wildey?" <laughs> There you go. Maybe it's my day job where I have to refer to both of you and uh, you call you by your name and make yeah. sure I set everyone up. I don't know, but uh, Mark, thanks for hopping on. Thank you, Jim Rutledge. <laughs> Thanks, Mark Tauscher. <laughs> All right, uh, give me some numbers. I need two numbers, Matt Hamilton. Uh, let's see. Let's go 4 and 12. Caller number 4 and caller number 12, 844-770-3776. You're entered to play Minute to Win It, which means if you're caller number 4 or 12, you're going to automatically at least get a $25 gift card uh, to North South Sea from the Smokehouse. And if you pick the right person to win Minute to Win It, that'll be bumped up to a $50 gift card. So no matter what, Caller number four and caller number 12. One of you is going to walk away with a $25 gift card, North South Stephen Smokehouse. And if you pick the right person to win between me and Matt and we play our game, you get a $50 gift card, North South Stephen Smokehouse. So call number four and caller number 12, 844-770-3776. You know what? I like eating the North South Stephen Smokehouse because I can go have a great workout at Carbon World Health, burn some calories, and then go eat uh, some delicious. They have like, like lunch bowls there at North and South Sea for the Smokehouse, kind of recharge the battery, be ready for the rest of the day. But at Carbon World Health, they put you through such a great workout. Uh, they really help you reach your peak physical performance, whether that's trying to gain weight, or I'm sorry, gain muscle, trying to lose weight. Uh, if you're trying to uh, just have a better day, get through your days better, you could try hormone optimization. That might help you drop some weight. You also can uh, do what I'm doing, take some like glutide. That too can help you lose weight. I've gone from 21% uh, body fat down to about 9% body fat, and my weight's gone from near 230 to about 195. And now I'm just trying to figure out, do I want to get stronger or do I want to continue to lose weight? And that's that balance we have because Ashley over there and Nestor over there and the entire fitness team over there will help you reach your fitness goals. Plus, getting over that hump, they've got the recovery. Yes. So like those first few times you start working out and you're super-duper sore after this, you check out their recovery. They've got red light. They've got cryo. They've got the Normatec boots that'll squeeze your legs and help get that lactic acid out. All of that stuff is going to help you get back in the next day or the day after, and you can stay on that grind and really start building good habits. Minute to win it. Next. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt.